Welcome to another powerful word from Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor of Golden Triangle Church in the Rock in Southeast Texas. We're so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the word. Open up your word today, if you would. We're going to be going to the book of Colossians. The book of Colossians. Today, we're going to be talking about be thankful. Be thankful. Why? Well, it's the season of Thanksgiving, but also it is the word of God. The Apostle Paul was writing to a church in Colossae. And Colossae set up on a little hill not too far south from uh, uh, the, the, the town of Laodicea, which was a really big town. Oh, it's so beautiful and picturesque there. I think 30 of you went with me uh, a, a, a few months ago to Turkey, and we went out to Colossae, and we climbed up on this hill. A lot of us did. <laughs> Not everyone did. It's kind of, a, kind of a climb. And we went up on this hill, and also there were a lot of sticker burrs up there, wasn't there? And, um, uh, and just realizing that, that people lived there and people that loved Jesus and people that wanted to make a difference and the apostle Paul wrote to them and gave them several admonitions from the Lord and this morning we're going to be talking about being thankful in this season out of Colossians the third chapter and verse number 15 let's look at this one the apostle Paul said this and let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. As I said this morning, we're going to discuss some things, and specifically three important commands that God gives us in His Word here. And uh, as the children of God, God wants us to act certain ways. Have you ever told your children, listen, I don't want you to act that way, you need to act this way. Have you, you ever, you know, uh, yeah, you know, don't do that, do this, you know. Uh, have you ever told a friend, well, it would be better if you said this, it would be better if you did this. Don't do that, don't do that way. You know, those of you that are teachers, you know, constantly, you're telling uh, the children in your classroom or, or your students, you know, well, you know, no, do it this way, don't do that, do it this way. Well, that's how God's Word is that it comes to the children that he has, it comes to us as born-again believers, that God is encouraging us, even commanding us, but giving us instructions on, on how we should think and what we should say and do, literally how we should be. And so here we find the Lord saying to us, let the peace of God rule in your hearts and you know, realize you're called into one body and don't forget to be thankful. Uh, this morning, these three important commands that God gives His children uh, are, are going to be our focus. And because it is Thanksgiving in America, uh, we're going to start with God's instructions to be thankful. Are you ready? Okay. Everybody say, be thankful. Be thankful. All right. We perhaps need to tell ourselves that more often. Be thankful. That's number one. Number one we're going to talk about this morning is being thankful. And being thankful, by the way, is not a suggestion. Being thankful is a command of God. Isn't it interesting? You know, uh, I can remember raising my children. I would say, you know, uh, now what do you say? Uh, I used to ask my son, uh, who may be watching this morning, and, uh, uh, and, and, and if you are a son, uh, you know, this was funny, but, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use you. But I would, he would say, uh, Mom, get me a glass of tea. And I would say, what do you say? And he would say, now. <laughs> it was funny. 
okay? Uh, especially when we had company and visitors over. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and we'd be sitting around the table, and he'd say, Mom, I'd like some more tea. What do you say, son? Now! And she'd get up. Of course, Brenda would get up and go to get it. I mean, she's not thinking like we're thinking, but he and I are just having a ball with this. And um, actually, in teaching your children, many times we would, uh, we, we would teach them, now, what are you supposed to say? And they would say, you know, uh, thank you. Be thankful. Why? Because it's important. It's an admonition of the Lord. Far too often we imagine thankfulness as an option or the lack of thankfulness, we imagine that, that it does not create something negative in our heart and our minds, but it actually does. Whenever we are not thankful, you know, uh, we can be missing out on some things that God wants to happen in a chain reaction to thankfulness. Thankfulness is powerful. Over and over throughout the Bible, God takes notice of His children uh, from time to time when they fail to be thankful, and He calls them out on it. God calls out His children throughout the Word of God on not being thankful. You didn't appreciate this. You didn't thank me for this. You don't realize what this cost me. You know, we lose a sense of gratitude for what, what it cost someone else, for what it cost God whenever we are not thankful, when we're not verbally thankful, when we don't realize that someone else is paying a price for us to enjoy something that we enjoy. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's almost like you know, feeling as though that somehow you're entitled and, you know, uh, God says that, that he resists the proud. He resists people that feel as though that they are entitled to something, that they have a right to something, that someone else should be serving them, that they are all full of pride and full of arrogance, and, and somehow they're empty of the thought that everything that you get that someone else gives to you or does for you, you need to be thankful for because guess what? They don't have to do it. God did not have to send his son he wanted to send his son. And for that, we need to be very thankful. You know, uh, it cost God and it cost others a dear price for you to be sitting here today. You know, people throughout our history have given their lives, laid it on the line. Everyone from our first responders to our military. And we need to be thankful. We don't need to be you know, argumentative and aggravated and frustrated and irritated and condescending and, and accusatory of those who are standing in harm's way on our behalf. We need to be thankful. I am so thankful for the police. God bless the police. I'm so thankful for judges. I'm so thankful for juries. I'm so thankful for, for medical personnel. I'm so thankful for those that work long hours at nighttime on the ambulances. I'm so thankful for our military that stand on our shores and in, in our concerned interest around the world. So thankful to God and thankful to them. And I'm so thankful today for our Sunday school teachers, for our children's workers that are upstairs. I'm thankful. I'm thankful to you. Thankful to you. Those who are volunteering in our broadcast and our sound and those that are working our coffee bars and our, our information desk and our greeters and our ushers and our security and every it goes on and on and on if we cannot find something to be thankful for then we're really missing the boat if we imagine that we're just you know uh, entitled uh, perhaps we've gotten too big for our britches and uh, I don't wish that anyone would go without what they need but where do you think what you need comes from? It comes from someone else making sure it's there. Especially when it comes to children 
not only our children who have to be cared for, you know, have to, you know, um, and, and from diapers to, to bottles to, you know, to every, you know, protected, all the way to the children of God. I am a child of God. My Father God takes care of me. The church, you know, encourages me, teaches me, takes care of me. Be thankful. We have so much to be thankful for. You know, salvation, the forgiveness of sins, if you can't be thankful for anything else, we are a blessed people. And we have been called by God, as Colossians says. Colossians tells us that we have been called by God to be faithful stewards over His blessings. The very first commandment, by the way, that God gave to Adam and to Eve in the Garden of Eden was to be a good steward over the blessings of God. You see, God created man and woman, and He put them into a garden that He had prepared for them. He put them into a life and gave them blessings that He had prepared for them. And then He said to them, I want you to be a good steward over these things that I have given you. I want you not only to be thankful, but number two, I want you to be fruitful. This is God's will. It's God's command that we be fruitful. And that's exactly what he says in the book of Colossians. Uh, that, that God wants us not only to be thankful, but he wants us to be good stewards over this one body into which we have been born. Into this one community of mankind into which we have been born. We need to be good stewards of one another as a way of showing our thanksgiving. We need to make sure that we are also fruitful. That's what he said to Adam and Eve. The very first command, whenever he brought Eve to Adam, he said, be fruitful. Genesis 1:28. Be fruitful. Very first command that God gave on planet earth to mankind. What was God's hope? Well, God's hope was is that mankind would participate with Him, would thank Him, but also participate with Him. Because, you know, you can be given everything, but not take care of anything and end up with nothing. And that's what God's concern was. That's what the concerns of parents are. Do you know, uh, children can be taught everything, but take care of, of, you know, not take care of anything and end up in life with nothing. It's a process. It's so important that we realize that God intends not only for us to be blessed and not only for us to be thankful, but He also intends for us to participate and be fruitful. Multiply, He said. Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth. Participate. Do your part. Notice that the moment, that, the, the, the very moment that God added one other person to the equation, He said, be fruitful. My goodness, that's interesting. It's interesting to me that he didn't tell Adam, be fruitful. But he waited until one other person was there. This is the same thing that Colossians talks about. The, 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 you know, Colossians says you know, that the peace of God should rule in our hearts, to which also you were called into one body. There, he's, he's, he's talking about this peace 
to which we were called in one body. We are called into one body, and he's hoping that this peace will overwhelm this one body that we've been called into, the body of mankind or the body of Christ or the body of our family relationships or the body of, of, of our job relationships. Whatever we may find ourselves in, whatever collective, whatever community where one more person is added to that community, we become good stewards of the relationships that God has given us. We need to be thankful that God has given us, as Adam was, that God has given us someone else to do life with, someone else to enjoy life with, then, and we are called into this one body. We are called by God into a body. We, we know that Psalm 78 says that God sets the solitary in families. You know, God wants us to be a part of one another. God has a plan for us to be together. You know, God was not only interested in the individual, Adam, but he was interested in the family that Adam and Eve created, the household. All throughout the Bible, you'll continue to see household and, and family and nation and communities and clans and tribes spoken of. Why? Because God loves you individually, but he also needs your help to participate in family, in community, in nation, in, in church, in every aspect of the body to which you have been called. The last thing that we're going to uh, talk about this morning, uh, you know, number one, be thankful. Number two, be fruitful. And number three, what the Apostle Paul, by the Holy Spirit, wrote to the church in Colossae, is that we need to let the peace of God rule in our hearts. Number three, be at peace. Be at peace. Do you know we live in a day when turmoil in our nation continues to boil and continues to spill over? In fact, this morning as I was uh, you know, preparing to come here this morning, I made the mistake. I got an indication that something came up on my YouTube. And you know, uh, I, 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 I follow a few people on YouTube, and so I clicked on it, and... And, and it's just, you know, it, it seems like, you know, nothing can be done that's not going to cause someone to take issue with it these days. But these days are not much different than any day in the past. I want to encourage you that without respect to what may, might be going on around you or in your world or with your family, at your school, at your job, whatever, that you find a way to be at peace. Peace with God. Peace with others, peace within yourself. It's very important not to live in turmoil. Very important not to live in, in frustration and aggravation. It's very important that we don't continue to visit things. We don't continue to revisit things that incite in us a rage above the peace of God in our lives. Please realize it's a commandment, an admonition of the Lord. Peace is powerful. Okay? Peace is powerful. Be thankful, be fruitful, and be at peace. Be thankful. You know, thank God. Make sure that you're a good steward over relationships. Do everything you can without respect to what the other person may do. I'll throw one thing in here as I close. Uh, the, the way you treat people the way you feel about them, the way you talk about them, the way you treat them is a reflection of God in you. It's not a reflection of the other person. 
It's like forgiveness. Forgiveness, you know, if I forgive you, Eddie, it says nothing about you. You may never change. You may still be the same person you were. But forgiveness says everything about me. Nothing about him. I can forgive him because God forgave me. You know, when God forgave me, it really didn't say anything about how wonderful I was. It said everything about how wonderful he is. Love, forgiveness, kindness says everything about who you are. Please be kind. Please teach your children to be kind. Please teach them when they go to school to find the person that does not fit in and be kind to that person. In your life, try your best to go to the person in the crowd that looks like they're not having a good day, the person in the crowd that looks like they don't fit in, the person in the crowd that other people don't want to talk to, and please be kind to that person. Be a reflection of God. That will speak about God in you. And says nothing about the other person. Okay? So, as I said, number one, be thankful. Number two, be fruitful. Okay? And let's check on one another. Okay? We're in one body. And number three, be at peace. Thanks again for joining us for another dynamic message from Pastor Ron Hammonds. Visit cotr.com and subscribe to our social media platforms to stay up to date. As well, receive more encouraging messages from our pastor and details of the work we're doing both in our community and communities like ours around the world. Today and every day, God bless.